0: Pupils Virtual Coffee Morning Raised Vital Funds for Home Care and Hospice Article by Suzanne Pender Where there's a will, there's a way for the kind-hearted pupils of Kildavan National School who turned to the virtual world recently to support two very worthy local causes. The school held a virtual coffee morning in aid of Carlo Kilkenny Home Care Team and County Carlo Hospice giving it the very catchy tagline, VCM at 11am. At the school and all over the Kildavan community, the children, their families and their friends generously raised a cuppa together while apart at 11am, resulting in an impressive total of €1,692. Traditionally, we would hold a coffee morning in aid of the local cancer charities every year in Spelman Hall. But with COVID-19, of course, gatherings were not allowed this year, explained Kildavan National School Principal Gillian Murphy. We were also very conscious that there had been no Daffodil Day and the charities weren't getting the funds they normally would. So we all wanted to do something. The children were adamant, so as a school we decided to think outside of the box. The result was VCM at 11am, on Friday, the 25th of September. The children in 5th and 6th class at the school sent out an email to all 68 families in Kildavan National School, encouraging them to use their own WhatsApp groups and family members to hold their own individual coffee mornings. Each of the 100 children in the school gathered donations from their own family groups and then using the school's Aladdin payment system, were able to lodge their totals online without the need for cash in the school. The Board of Management gave us permission to use the Aladdin payment system so people could make their payments through their cards, and that worked really well, explained Gillian. The busy Kildavan children also took to their own kitchens the day before the event to create buns, cookies and various treats then generously dropped them on the doorsteps of lucky VCM at 11am participants. The buzz of excitement in the school that day created enormous goodwill as the children enjoyed their own cuppa and baked treats. Fifth and sixth class pupils also rang Catherine Quinlan, nurse manager of Carlow Kilkenny Home Care Team, and Anne Byrne of County Carlow Hospice, to let each know that a terrific 846 euro was winging its way from Kildavon National School. We had the ladies on speaker from my phone in the classroom, and it was just lovely for the children to hear how much the money meant to these charities, and how incredibly grateful they were to the children and their families, said Gillian. I'm so proud of them. The emphasis in the school, since they have come back, has been very much on their well-being, our health, and looking after one another. Kildaven National School has organised dance classes, gymnastics, and various other activities for the children to enjoy in school, keeping spirits, optimism, and goodwill high, despite all the challenges people are currently facing. I'm determined that if they can't have fun outside of school, they'll have it in school. That's my mission, said a resolute Gillian. School mural prize-giving finally gets the nod. Article by Suzanne Pender. They may have had to wait a little longer than they thought, but patience eventually paid off for the pupils at Ballinobranna National School, who held the prize-giving for their John Tyndall mural design competition recently. On the 13th of March, the first day of the school closures, we had been all set to host the prize-giving for our pupils' John Tyndall mural design competition, explained school principal Sandra Corrigan. Since then, we were eagerly awaiting the chance to make this day happen. The school community was delighted on Friday the 9th of October to be able to host a special socially distant outdoor prize-giving and welcomed the sponsor of the prizes, Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor, to present them. The class winners were Ruby MacDonald, Mia Carter, Charlie Carter, Cahill Stedman, Dara Tunstead, Grace MacDonald, Kayla Brown, and Katie Geraghty-Glynn. Abby MacDonald won an award for special achievement, while the overall winner was Tamsin Tucker. Congratulations to the prize winners, and to all our enthusiastic young designers, said Sandra. Our thanks again to Randall Dempsey, Councillor Ken Murnane, Siobhan Amond, Sheila Murray, Paul Walsh, Barry O'Neill, Carlow County Council, and to Jennifer Murnane O'Connor TD, who helped to make this wonderful project happen. Tin Ryland ICA spent the summer knitting and having a good natter. Article by Elizabeth Lee The industrious ladies of Tinryland ICA refused to let the pandemic quench their energy, and so took to knitting. They also spent long hours sewing and crocheting, and the results are stunning colourful blankets. The blankets are a perfect size to work as knee warmers and will be donated to the residents of local nursing homes and other worthy causes. President of the Guild, Valerie James, reckons that they'll have about 30 blankets to give away after the members spent the summer outdoors working in small groups and enjoying each other's company, within COVID-19 regulations, of course. As we had no meetings since March, we found this project personally satisfying and a way of connecting with one another. Some groups did their knitting and sewing on patios in their gardens, While chatting and drinking a cuppa, Valerie smiled. While so many members gave generously of their time and commitment to this craft, special mention has to be given to June Lawler and Eileen Fanning for going beyond the call of duty in supplying the members with bags of knitted squares for assembly. Other members who were also much involved in the hard work were Denise McGrath, Bernie O'Halloran, Julie Hulehan. Anna Foley, Phil Nolan, Mary Ryan, Patsy Fitzharris, Valerie O'Toole, Marie Byrne, Lorna Collier and Valerie James. A relative of Julie's, Breda Nolan, voluntarily donated some beautiful crochet blankets to the guild for distribution and Tinryland ICA would like to thank her for this. The group is one of 19 guilds in Carlow and it has 23 members. Bernie O'Halloran also spent some of her time in lockdown making scrubs for the hospitals. Even though these arrived in kit form, they required skill to put them together. Valerie would like to take this opportunity to thank two volunteers, non-members, Anne O'Neill from Palatine and Josephine Cleary, Tin Ryland, who kindly offered to help out with sewing scrubs also. Their work is appreciated. Valerie also wishes to thank all the members who took part and got involved in this project. It was a great idea and will be enjoyed by many as the winter approaches, Valerie concluded. This project has shown the selfless giving and generosity of our members for the welfare and comfort of our senior citizens. The blankets will be distributed shortly before the winter sets in. Burris Beauty Salon awarded Top Hygiene Assurance Award. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Mary Hanrahan, owner of Mary Hanrahan Beauty in Burris, was recently awarded a Hygiene Assurance Promise Award from HABIC Ireland, the Hair and Beauty Industry Federation of Ireland. Mary, like so many business owners, was propelled into a frenzy of safety protocols and a whole new way of doing business due to COVID-19 restrictions. She realised that she needed all the help that she could get, so she applied for the Hygiene Promise Assurance Award. From my own point of view, the training given prior to receiving the Hygiene Award has given me a great understanding of how to protect my clients and myself from the virus as it was very in-depth, Mary explained. It covered everything from what products and cleaning methods are most effective to prevent cross-infection, correct use of PPE, air purifiers and room ventilation, to client screening and guidance. As a therapist, hygiene would always have been a priority for me, but now it's more COVID specific, she continued. From a client's perspective, on a daily basis i am complimented on the high levels of health and safety procedures i have in place and how they feel safe visiting my salon the hygiene promise program 2020 has most definitely had a positive impact on my business the hair and beauty industry is a sizable one with 9286 salons operating nationally employing in the region of 26,000 people and making a significant contribution of 2.79 billion euro to the country's GDP. This is similar to the Irish motor industry that contributed 1 billion euro from car sales to the exchequer in the first half of 2019. Lorraine's innovative idea could be a game changer for businesses. Article by Joe Barrett A collection woman who now lives in Carlow currently heads up a major company that employs approximately 1,000 people. Lorraine Butler, originally from Upper Rossmore Collection, is one of seven daughters of Tom and Mina Kelly. Lorraine is the chief executive of CPM Ireland, the leading field sales company in the country. A hugely respected figure in Irish business, Last year, she won the CEO Accolade in the Image Businesswoman of the Year Awards. She is now overseeing the launch of CPM's multi-million euro initiative, Shopped, which involves the integration of physical and digital selling. For the past 18 months, Lorraine has been working on a number of projects where technology would supplement people in the retail sector. Shopped is one of these initiatives which integrates physical and digital selling and with COVID-19 and the climate agenda, it comes at a very opportune time. Customers earn cash rewards by stocking certain products, expanding their brand range, answering surveys and acting on brand content. The majority of large brands have 40% to 60% of field sales across the convenience and on-trade retailers in Ireland and really struggle to talk to the entire customer base about brands and offers. Shopped gives brands access to customers in a really cost-effective way and rewards retailers at the same time. The figures speak for themselves. If a sales rep does 10 calls a day. The average cost is 30 to €50. But with Shopped, it worked out at about 60 cents. The app essentially supports the physical rep in ways that we have never seen before in this country. Lorraine said, This is an extremely exciting initiative for CPM, which myself and the team have been working on in Ireland for nearly two years now. This fits in nicely with our digital and sustainable strategy because both are serviced by this really creative, innovative and yet simple initiative. The feedback to date in Northern Ireland and Britain is really encouraging and we are very confident that that is going to be the case throughout the Republic of Ireland. CPM's focus is to work with our clients to understand how we can continuously do more sales with the same or less budget. A sure way to achieve this is to use technology such as SHOPT as part of the sales process. It was clear to us over the last few years that digital involvement in the sales process was needed, and we have always prioritised technology solutions to support sales processes. The speed at which customers are adopting technology solutions to support the sales process really expedited the need for evolution of digital selling in field sales. Shopped will be a huge part of that now, as we continue to build our business significantly across the Republic of Ireland in a very responsible way. Survey shows men get away with doing little. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A recent survey conducted by regional radio station BEAT 102-103 illustrates that the gender gap is still wide, even at home. During the month of September, the radio station shone a spotlight on diversity and inclusion in the region and conducted an online survey with over 1,000 respondents. The research focused on a core objective. In a house where there are men and women living together, does equality exist in terms of the distribution of general household activities? Chief Executive of BEAT 102-103, Gabrielle Cummins, explained why the station chose this subject for research. The advantages of equal partnership at home will ultimately help to create a society that is equal for women and, in turn, foster a workplace that is equal for women, she said. In the Beat survey, 70% of the 1,033 respondents said that they were in a relationship with someone of the opposite sex, and 53% had one or more dependents. The key takeaways from the survey are 70% of women do all or most of the household laundry each week, 62% of women are responsible for doing most or all of the household cleaning even the less glamorous cleaning jobs. When asked who cleans the toilet, 68% of women said they do. It also seems that changing the sheets is not something that figures on the radar of most men. Results show that a massive 91% of women decide when the bed sheets need to be changed. Deciding what to have for dinner is more of an even split, with respondents confirming that 54% of women make that decision nightly. But in terms of who cooks the dinner, again, it's women who do it most, 58%. Homework and driving on long journeys were more evenly shared among men and women with dependents.